Oh, this is so exciting. Really exciting, guys. We've got video this week. You can see how bad our posture oh, is. Oh, yeah. Massive posture check Shall I this. sit like this? Yeah, I'm literally going to do my shoulders in sitting up straight now. We need the uh, Alexander St. Muller posture. Yes. I don't have that. Neither do I. <laughs> sitting TikTok all the time. <laughs> well, welcome back to Gals, Gals on, on the, the Pit Wall. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Catherine. And we are very excited to bring you episode five with video. Woo! We did it! We finally got in here! But our, the tripod we had a bit of an issue with, so it is literally a clothes horse with some records and a book <laughs> to try and make it even and the camera's on that. Yeah, do you know what? You'll have to go over to the Instagram because we're definitely posting that because and it wouldn't be an episode without something going wrong for us, so Yeah, true. I don't think we've had a smooth setup. Now last week was good. We, yeah, we were pretty rapid last yeah. week, to be and fair. And last week's episode was brilliant. So if you've not listened to that, listen to this one first and then go back and listen to that one. And last week's episode was so good that it was shared by Chloe Chong. <gasps> ah! That, yeah. What a moment. I oh was my literally, God. I was on the toilet doing a poo and I saw that and I screamed and my flatmate Alice thought I was screaming in pain. I was literally sat in the middle of a James A. Caster show, got to the intermission, opened my phone and was like, oh my god, like, no way, this is the most exciting thing ever. But Chloe liked the story and shared it to hers. Yeah. And then, oh, two other people liked it, right? Or was it just one other person? No, Marta saw it. Marta yeah, Garcia it, viewed yeah. our story. Which is exciting. Oh my God, literally insane. So if you want to come on the podcast, Chloe, we will gladly have oh you on. Oh my God, in, a, in an instant, you're on the podcast. If you've got a bit of spare time. Yeah, if you have any, we would love to have you on. So that was really exciting. So exciting. Ah! We've peaked. Uh, Episode we six and we've peaked. Yeah, this is five. No, this is six. What, are we counting the bonus? No. This are, is we, episodes... on, are we on six? Oh yes. my God, we are. Yep. We're on episode six. Not including the bonus, this is episode six. I'm losing the plot. I mean, wait till it gets to like episode 100 and we're like... Pfft. Yeah, for sure. I won't even know where we're at at that point. No. Never mind. But this is the last week of summer break. It is! It's coming back, Woo-hoo! baby! But we actually, there's quite a fair bit of news from this past week. Yeah. There's really just been like a little... Little nuggets. Of everything, Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got all the notes this week. We've swapped. I do, yeah. Swap we've shifts. swapped this week, yeah. Um, I just was on the... On the my, grind? Yeah, well, I was on mm. my phone too much, really. That's what the issue was there, but... I mean, I was on my phone a lot, but I just didn't see that much. I saw bits. I, I put them into your notes. I've yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to start with your, your regulation changes? Oh, yeah, yeah, that we've been... 2026. I've been putting this off for how many weeks now? Oh, since day one. Yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> since first week. That's so funny. Right. <clears throat> well, the 2026 regulation changes came out on the week of episode four. So oh, okay. a while, a little while back now. But um, they have like three main changes mm-hmm. so the first one is that the cars are only to use 30 kgs of fuel All right. to generate electric power so they're doing like more hybrid than they are now so they only have to have 30 
on board. Because they're working towards their carbon neutral goal. Yeah, they're net zero by twenty thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's to help with that. Nice one. Um. It also makes the cars less heavy and quicker. Yeah. So yeah. super speedy fast. And then the wheelbase is set to be shortened by thirty centimeters. For why? Well, I was like having a look at this because like it really was a bit confusing but there's quite a lot of worries that changing the wheelbase is going to affect the aero of the car yeah because it totally affects the airflow like when you're driving of where the air is going and coming from so people are really worried about the aero part of it do we know why they're changing it uh, no, I couldn't actually <laughs> find that. And, like, I really tried to do my research on it, but, like, I really couldn't find why they were giving it a go. I guess if you're listening and you have the answer for us... Oh, yeah, please let us know. Slide us a DM and uh, help our confusion. Yeah. And then the next part was that the gearbox is only going to have six gears instead of eight. Right. Which no one's happy about. <laughs> so... That's going to be a bit of a weird one because it kind of makes the engines a bit more standardised as well. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, they're not totally standardised, but, like, it makes them a little bit more like each other if there's caps on it. A change in the power unit as well. That's what they're bringing in. So... These are a lot of big changes. Yeah, really big changes. But the power unit... Now, I'm not an engineer Mm -hmm. so this is not this is jargon to me right this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but from what i could get from it the power unit change so currently it contributes 120 kilowatts to the power unit Mm -hmm. but with the power unit change it's going to go up to 350 kilowatts so as the cars are going to be fast and going going up to 350 kilowatts as well as having the reduced fuel load mm-hmm. makes for an interesting an interesting time. That's really interesting, particularly when they were looking at the speed of the cars, especially when talking about spa. Yeah. That, you know, they think that certain corners on tracks and certain turns should be changed because they're old and they're not built for the faster speed that the cars mm-hmm. are currently at and it makes them too dangerous. So if the cars are going to increase speed even more then I think they really need to think about are the tracks going to be suited to these speeds? Do we need to redesign the tracks to account for faster cars? Yeah. Because will it become too dangerous? And I don't want them to leave it for something bad to happen for them to consider it because it shouldn't take for a disaster Mm -hmm. for... Like Delano this year. yeah, Yeah. For them to have to think about making changes, they should be on top of it. If you're making major changes like that, you have to be prepared to balance it out yeah for sure so that's interesting the fuel's also changing Mm -hmm. so they're changing to biofuel oh so that is also to reduce carbon emissions for their net zero oh and the gearbox change as well so that going to six Mm -hmm. that makes the gearbox smaller and lighter so more speed more speed again Mm -hmm. so they really are working towards having like these even faster cars which is literally insane. insane to me yeah, but then the reduced gears can obviously counteract that. Mm-hmm. So because the car's lighter and everything, obviously it's going to go a little bit quicker. But because yeah. there's not as many gears, yeah, what ones are they taking away? 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what tour are they taking? Is this the balance that they've they've gone with? It's going to be so funny as well to see how, like, when this happens, when this comes into place, 2026, Mm. how this will shake up the teams again. Yeah, Because obviously with the recent changes, Red Bull have come out far dominant than anyone else. Yeah. So when this happens... Who's going to come out on the If Red Bull remain dominant until then, will this come about and then really shake things up again? Yeah. That would be a bit of fun if it did, though. As soon as one team gets ahead, they'd go, actually, no, we're going to change <laughs> yeah. everything. We're just going to totally mess it all up for you. But I guess all the teams will be thinking about that already. Yeah, for sure. And accounting for it. That is interesting. Very. I just felt like I had to pop that in because the cars yeah. are going to change quite a bit. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't think visually they'll change too much. I mean, no. with the wheel bases going, then they'll have to change slightly, but it's not going to be like, the last regulation change where everything looked completely new. But yeah. It's insane to me that the cars can be going any faster than they are now. It's literally nuts. How are the drivers even good with that? Do we need them to go faster? I this personally, is the question. I don't need them to go any faster. At, at what point do we stop and go, actually, quick You're enough? quick enough, <laughs> yeah. We'll just, we'll leave it as is. We can focus on the racing now. Like, they're really trying, like, I get the whole net zero thing, that's really important. But I feel like with changes like that, and also when they change things in the weekend, like the setup mm-hmm. of the sprint, yeah, or, like, the qualifying um, changes that they did. And I know they do this, try and make it more entertaining, but at one point, like, what other sport did they shake up Yeah, the rules and the way they do it so often? I know. And it's like drastic changes. It's not like just like a little tweak here and there. Like they really are drastically changing things in 26. At what point did they go, okay, well, like we've got a good setup here and (laughs) we'll leave it now. (laughs) There is actually no other sport that makes this many changes, surely. And I mean, I guess because it's cars, like there's always... Infinite possibilities. Yeah, because it's always innovative. Like everything's changing all the time and cars, like even road cars are changing all the time. Yeah. So I guess they just are going to keep going and going. I guess that's what a lot of people like about motorsport is that it changes so much. It's yeah. not stagnant. I do like that. Yeah, it is Spices interesting. Spices things up. That's oh, we got. Yeah, so that was the regulations. The well-anticipated chat about regulations. I know. Changes. My, uh, how, how long is that now? Two, three weeks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Possibly three weeks. Never mind. We got it in there eventually, Woo-hoo! guys. There we go. Yeah, where do I start on these rumours? There's been quite a few gossipy things this week and then quite a few um, teams coming out with things. I guess maybe I'll start with Haas. Oh, yes. There's a little bit of Haas. um, Haas news. Yeah, a little bit of Haas news this time. So Alfa Romeo, Mm -hmm. they are going to sponsor Haas in 2024. Interesting. Yeah, because Haas's deal with Sauber ends at the end of this year. Yeah. So Alfa Romeo are going to sponsor Haas, but I don't... Is it going to be, like, Haas Alfa Romeo racing or, like, Alfa Romeo Haas racing? Like, I don't understand, like, how they're going to go about that. That is confusing. Because I don't see them being a silent partner. Yeah. Like, I don't think they'll just leave it at Haas. If MoneyGram had to go on the Haas handle, then... It's going to be some long team names. We're going to have Hugo Boss Bulls racing. (laughs) I hope not. Alfa Romeo Haas racing. So bad. The Alfa Romeo Money Graham Haas team. Yeah, literally, it's going to be something like that. Oh my God. So that's a major change for Haas. Yeah. And hopefully Gunther Steiner will be a bit less stressed because he'll actually have the funding that he needs. And then they can maybe get a pit wall back. Oh, bless. (laughs) 
And then that's interesting as well because obviously Haas, both driver contracts are up. Yes. At the end of this season. Mm-hmm. And then if Alfa Romeo and Haas combine, yeah. will they want to switch over? Uh-huh. Mm. Will Alfa Romeo then want to have Joe Guanyu and Valtteri Bottas drive for Haas? That's so true. So true. But then that goes along with Haas are utilising Ollie Berman. They are. For Ollie, I'm so uh, excited. Free practice one in, in Austin. Austin. Yeah. Which is really exciting for him. So exciting. And really exciting yeah. for Haas as well. Mm, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm excited for Haas. I'm excited for Ollie though. Yeah. That's so exciting because that's his F1 debut. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a Pirelli test at the end of the season with Ferrari, which is also very exciting. That one's exciting. I'll get excited about that one. <laughs> you just don't want to see anyone you like driving for Haas ever again. Never. You're no. traumatised from Mick now. Uh, yes. Oh. I'm sure he'll be okay. Well, apparently he's taking Logie Sarge's seat, so I'm sure he will be. Yeah, Mick. I'm buzzing for him. You're a wee Mickey. <laughs> My wee Mickey. He's so cute. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it would be interesting to see if... Has because I and I love K Mag, okay, yeah, but I'm unsure if they're going to keep K Mag. I know, and Be- with his new kid being born, yeah, like- and because Nico's like, Nico, <laughs> Nico, Nico, fucking hell, because Nico, <laughs> Nat, what I'm so <laughs> oh my god, we're actually losing the plot we today, guys, fucking hell, <laughs> because. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm flustered now. <laughs> Nico Ulkenberg. Yep. Because he's overperforming in the car, you could say. Especially in qualifying, maybe not in the race. But he's been doing pretty solidly. And Kevin, you could say, is then underperforming. Mm-hmm. Is this the end of K Mag? Again? Again. <laughs> oh god. Take two. He was the first driver I ever liked. Yeah. I'll be sad. It is sad though. But it will be interesting if um, our current Alfa Romeo drivers become the hash drivers. That's so true. At that point, I'm like, surely Valerie's retiring. Yeah. Surely he's piecing out. But then I also have in my notes that Zhou Guanyu is set to agree a contract extension with Alfa Romeo by the end of summer. I see. Because his contract's up this year. So he is set to sign an extension. Which would move him to Haas. Potentially, but potentially not. That's so confusing. I know because I don't know how it's all going to work. Because if they are, if Haas are being sponsored by Alfa Romeo, what do Alfa Romeo become? This is all very confusing. Very confusing. Well, because is Alfa Romeo not becoming Audi? Yeah, but that's not till twenty five, right? Yes. Potentially. This is all very confusing. Yeah. And they're definitely sponsoring Haas after this season. Yeah, I had 2024. They wanted to sponsor Haas. I feel like we are missing something. What are we missing here? I I mean, we're missing something, but I I don't know. So it's all I got this week. Wow. I know. So I don't know if there's going to be some crossover or if Alfa Romeo is going to be like a little bit more silent next year, but then after Audi move in... Yeah. They're going to become like a more, like Alfa Romeo will still be on the grid as Haas. The one thing of like trying to read up on F1 articles about teams and changes and stuff is that they're so inconsistent with reporting what years things are happening. Yeah, really inconsistent. Like, even at first trying to find out whose contracts were ending this season. Yeah. 
that was really hard really difficult so, until f1 put that post out yeah it, all, it was so difficult you basically can't get accurate f1 news until f1 say it themselves yeah so a lot of the stuff that you read doesn't actually when you start taking these pieces mm-hmm. of the jigs together don't actually make sense yeah um until f1 says something for sure so we could really be missing a piece here but that is the news that we found yeah so do with that what you will yes take it with a pinch of salt potentially yeah but yeah, silly season hasn't really been sillying too much in no, F1. No, it has not. But it has in IndyCar. Yes. Um, but it is linked to F1. Um, I'll explain this. So Alex Plo, he drives for Chip Ganassi Racing in IndyCar, for those of you who don't know. Um, he'd signed with Aaron McLaren yes. for 2024 to drive for them, but also to be, to be developed by McLaren Racing, um, to do testing with them, but also then eventually drive an f1 basically yeah and he'd receive money for this and also money for his development into f1 so mm-hmm. he's been paid basically for indycar and f1 yeah and he'd signed this, these contracts and now he's being sued by both Aaron mclaren and mclaren racing so because good he him. announced i don't know why he's done this that he does not intend to fulfill his contract so Zach Brown <laughs> has been Uno Reverse, basically. Yes. What happened to Danny Rick? The karma's come back for him. Yes. And Alex Plow has fucked him over. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. What fun yeah. little bit of drama. But then it's also like it's a bit crazy because he's a name to look out for. Like if you ask anybody who you think's gonna get put in a car next. Yeah, has he just crushed his F one dreams? And why has he done this? I don't know. Like, the articles that I was reading were a bit all over the place. But, like, I couldn't find a motivation. Like, sure, he loves driving for Chip Ganassi, but, like, if you've signed these contracts and been paid... Just fulfil it. Because you're actually being sued now for money. Yeah, that he probably doesn't have. Yeah, you're going to have to give back the money you've been paid. Why? And that's totally ruined his chances because other teams aren't going to find him trustworthy or reliable. So, like, he's ruined it for himself. I don't understand at all. If he had a way into F1, why he's done that to himself. No, I don't get it. Unless he really didn't want to go to F1. But... Yeah. Why would you sign the contract? I I don't know. It's very weird. Um, So a lot of people are giving him a fair bit of grief for that one, which is unsurprisingly yeah but it's quite funny um, yeah. i thought you'd appreciate that with your zach brown hatred very much so hate that guy hate him he's the worst not your dream podcast guy. no funnily enough he's not <laughs> sorry zach oh my God. i'm not i'd have you on the podcast yeah i'd have to miss that week call in a sick day gals in the pit wall hosted by Catherine and zach <laughs> sounds quite funny (laughs) i showed um so alice my flatmate i showed her you know the video where (laughs) mclaren is saying like goodbye to carlos yeah and it's really sad and emotional the whole way through and they're all saying their bits in italian to ferrari (laughs) and it's all so sad and then it just gets to zach it's arrivederci (laughs) arrivederci And you're like, wow, spot the American. Right. It's so funny. Oh I love that video. Because you can't actually ever be sad watching no. that. No. dirty. <laughs> Sounds like Simish. <laughs> I love that. If you've never seen that, you need to watch it because it is it's a wonderful clip. So funny. <laughs> That's such a that's sidetracked, but it's so funny. We have some sad news. Some oh, somber yeah. news. 
now that you said it's sad, I'm like, it's made me giggle, and there's, it's not funny. It's really not. It's not funny, funny but because it, <laughs> because it, Jazz has said it's sad, but we're looking right into each other's eyes. Yeah, I have to not laugh now. But now I want to laugh. It's, it's really, it's not funny. Okay? No, it's actually not. It's not funny. The Emily cat has died. Oh. R.I.P. Emily cat. It was like sixteen or something. Yeah, this was an old cat. Old cat. Yeah. But this cat had been to all of the Emily Grand Prix. Cursed Seb. Yeah, exactly. Now it's gone. Yeah. R.I.P. Emily cat. <laughs> what else is there to say? <laughs> Can you tell I'm not a cat person? Yeah, I really also don't like cats. But. Yeah, but it was the Emma cat, and we're not trying to get bad karma for that. No. So. Love you, Emma cat. Did yeah. I have a name? No, it was just Emma cat. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, told you it wasn't funny. No. Not funny. No, that was somber. That's serious news. Very. We are serious journalists. <laughs> and other serious news. Oh. Massa. Yes. Is in fact seeking compensation for the 2008 championship title. He's been at this for a while though. But now there's actual conclusive evidence, <sighs> and the FIA have come out and said that they did in fact fudge it all up. So. Awkward. Yeah, so I think that he will get a settlement from the FIA. He obviously won't get Lewis's title. Yeah. But he will get a settlement. I'd be shocking if he got Lewis's title. I, that's a plot twist and a half. People would really kick off. Oh I'd feel God. horrible for Lewis. Yeah, terrible. He's already been stiffed once. I know. Debatably. Don't come at us. Yeah. We're yeah. neutral. Right. <laughs> We're absolutely neutral on that. No comment. No comment. But uh, yeah, poor Lewis. I know. Just give Massa his money. Right? Just you, give him a settlement. If you fudged it, give him what he wants. Yeah. Let him chill. I think he'd actually probably be fine with a statement, like, just being like... Admitting, yeah. yeah. Like, we totally did mess this up, it's our bad, like... Yeah. Although, if I was him, I'd be wanting the title. Yeah. He's a... I mean, I also would. But... Because he put in the work. Yeah. But... Yeah. It's a bit of an awkward one. I know. And it is... It's been a long, long time. It has been a long time. You couldn't rip that off, Lewis, no. now. I like, know. Yeah, that's tragic if they did. Yeah. And also, if they did that, then it would like open the door for Lewis to, to, to go after Max, Max. Yeah, it would. and it would it's cause a whole so chain weird. reaction of chaos. And I'm sure there's other drivers that feel like they've been robbed of certain races or titles. So like... if the FIA did that um, to Lewis, it would just it would cause yeah. a whole chain reaction yeah. and a shit storm. So I think they will just compensate Massa, but and in other serious news, Dutch taxi drivers are threatening to block the roads leading up to the track for the grand prix why i couldn't work it out that's like so on top of that there's already extinction rebellion protesters on the track yeah already now as we speak yes oh dear i already saw pictures yesterday or this morning no it was yesterday i saw pictures oh great uh they're already there they're a week early um i don't know if they got their weekends wrong but they (laughs) are so embarrassing they are already there and on the track um shit so all it's gonna take i just think right i'm all for extinction rebellion and yeah. like protecting the environment's really important to me and i think there's really good ways to do it and i do think that disruptive methods do work yeah but when it comes to endangering your life obviously them being on the track now fine yeah 
but during the race, like the Just Stop Oil protesters, if they are to come on when cars are coming round and endanger not only themselves but the drivers. Yeah, because there's other people involved. That's so, that's unfair and you would traumatise someone. Yeah. Like, people watching in the crowd, the driver, if something bad was to happen, people watching on TV, that's a horrendous event. I think there's ways to disrupt things without putting lives at risk. 100%. And as much as you love the environment, you shouldn't be willing to die in that way for it. Yeah. Or get injured to that extent. I think there's better methods. Like, even... Not that I'm giving you any suggestions. Even to disrupt, like, the national anthem... Yeah. I would say is a bigger statement than to run in front of a car. For or sure. Or be on the track when cars are coming around. And the thing, the thing that gets me with this as well is that I understand it's for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Because we do need to think about protecting the environment. But F1 are making all of these really big proactive steps to be more environmentally friendly. Yeah. It's not like they're ignoring that it's happening. Like, they really are yeah. trying. So they've picked a sport which are actively trying to... Make huge steps. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's the people at F1 that need, like, a nudge to get going with it because they are going. I guess it's more to do with the sponsors rather than the sport. I suppose. Because, I mean, Shell are one of the worst organisations on the planet. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I'll rock around with a Shell logo on. I also in my do Ferrari the same gear, thing, But yeah. that's why it's such a target. And also the countries that it works with are countries that yeah. do not have great um, carbon emissions records. Yeah. So I do, I still understand why they come after Formula One, but I just don't think putting lives at risk is the right way to do it it's not worth it i don't want to see anyone get hit absolutely or die. not that's horrible find another more effective even just showing yeah. up to the race and protesting yeah because then you're still spreading awareness yeah people are still seeing Literally, you they're just not if, seeing you get killed if you're gonna be there do anything but run on the track please yeah like the, yeah there's so many in this day and age so many better ways of protesting exactly than getting yeah. on the track a hundred percent. And also risks um the stewards as well who are yeah, our police no, who are coming on to on, remove yeah. you and the cars are still coming round. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it makes me feel very anxious. I'm gonna feel yeah, very same. anxious in the lead up towards it. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting first weekend back. Definitely after will break. be. What else have we got? We've got Red Bull. So Red Bull Powertrain. Mm-hmm. They are reportedly gonna focus on Alpha Tauri in their first year. Oh, okay. Over Red Bull. I see. Because they feel like they've got the Red Bull at a sweet spot. They're trying to bring the Alpha Tauri. Yeah, up. so now they're trying to make the Alpha Tauri's like car three and four of the Red Bull. Well, because they're going to give Alpha Tauri the RB19. Yeah. Which is madness. Insanity. I don't even think that's allowed. Well, they want the cars, or they want them as close to each other as yeah. they're allowed within the regulations. So they essentially want the Alpha Tauri's to have a rb19 it's insane but then if they want the alpha towers to have rb19 what the hell have they got planned for their next car yeah yeah i somehow like i hope it's worse i hope they oh, somehow made it worse because that'd be kind of funny <laughs> that would be uh, imagine the, the alpha towers outperforming the rb yeah the rb19 yeah. becomes the pinnacle of racing and then they give it to alpha tower and they can't do anything better <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god they move Checo to Alpha Tari and then Alpha Tari starts doing better than Red Bull wow I'd pee my pants that's like poetic justice isn't yeah. it yeah because I guess I wonder if they're doing that because they can just like tell Checo they're like okay Checo we're gonna we're gonna move you um to Alpha Tari and I know you're not happy about that yeah I know you don't want to be swapped with Danny Rick but it's okay. We're going to give you Max's old car. Yeah. You know, you like that car and you drive it well. So we're just going to pop you there with that yeah. car. And we're going to bring Danny into Red Bull. And they're just trying to like sweeten him up. Yeah. I could see that happening. Because I just, I don't see them not swapping Danny and Checo. I know. Unless Danny like, which I don't think he's going to do. No. But yeah, I wonder if that's just like, they're like sweetening up Checo going. But we'll give you your car that you like. Surely. Give you your favourite car if you just go and drive for AlphaTauri, aka Hugo Boss Bulls Racing. <laughs> Stupid it's, name. It's so bad. If they actually decide to call it that, we've talked about this already in the podcast, but if they decide to call it that... It's the most vile name possible. Like, it really is. It is vile. I'll just go back to calling it Toro also. Yeah. Has to care. be done. I'm not on this podcast. I refuse to seriously call it Hugo Bossables Racing. No, literally. My speech impediment will kick in and I'm just <laughs> going to fumble it every time. Honest. Then the only other bit of news that I have, really, I guess it's not really news. It's just Charlotte Claire chatting away. Charlotte. Yeah. Mr. Charlotte is trying to get his brother Arthur to do a 24 hour Le Mans with him. So he's trying to find a team that will let. Him no and Arthur way. do it together, yeah. That's so sick. He's trying to get a team to be like, yeah, Ace will pop you both in the car because he wants to do... Surely they'll let him. Someone's going to want to do it. Someone surely will, but I think they just want Arthur to have a bit more experience first. Okay, yeah. But he is, like, dying to do a 24-hour Le Mans with That's so Arthur. sweet. I love <laughs> yeah, that so, so much. Cute, right? I would stay up all 24 hours to watch it. Oh, same. We'd have the snacks and everything. Yeah, we'll live stream us, 24 hours of Le Mans, <laughs> yeah. with uh, 24 hours of Catherine and Jez. Yeah, well, that's that's good, that. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to do that. <laughs> oh, someone please let them do that. That's, right? I love that. And I think it makes it even more special because, for those of you that don't know, when the Leclerc's were getting into racing, they were both doing karting. But Charlie showed more promise than Arthur, and their family could only afford to put one through all of the stages yeah so they chose to put charlie through it because he was better than arthur was but then once charlie started making money he paid for arthur to go through it all so it's just like the final nice like rounded story if they get to go and do their 24 hourly mans together that'd be very very sweet it would be emotional i think yeah oh and ferrari coming back for the first time to le mans this past year and winning it. Right. Insane. Unreal. But clearly Ferrari not going to let them drive for them. No, no. I mean, especially not if Antonio Giovinazzi is going to come back. Like, yeah. He aced that. Speaking of as well, they're going to do their special Ferrari livery. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, like, I was supposed to commemorate. That's not the right word. Celebrate. Uh, celebrate. Yes. Um, the Le Mans win. Yeah. By making the car similar to the Le Mans car. That's for Monza, right? I think so. Yeah, because they had their special 75 last year. Yeah, and they're um, going to have special merch as well, which Jazz is really excited oh, about. Oh, I'm dying to get my hands on one of the tops. There was like a picture leak of like a top and a cap, yeah. and it is incredible. They're pretty it's smart. so nice. I want the top so bad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I am willing to fork out a good amount of money for that top. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 
I think Ferrari produces some ugly merch. But like that's what makes it so good. It's like it's needed. There has to be an element of ugliness to it. No. <laughs> the look that Kath is giving Mm-mm. right now. It just gives me flashbacks to like the Monaco, the white, the Oh, that was horrendous. I like the idea of it. Good. But in execution, in theory, could have been better. Yeah. I think these teams need to start hiring the Etsy girls. Oh, they are incredible. Yeah. The ones that have the embroidered tops. Yeah, that's oh. who F1 teams really need to yeah. consult on this. Yeah, get the Etsy gals. Oh, what would we do without them? Honestly. Singapore Grand Prix is on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's the day before my birthday, yeah. but we're celebrating my birthday on that day. We are. Um, because I start back at uni on the 18th. Unfortunately. But um, this is my appeal to Charleg. Or Blando or Oscar. Yeah. Or actually, Joe, anyone who's not a Red Bull <laughs> to win that Grand Prix. Yes. Because I refuse to believe that Red Bull will win every race this season. And for that reason, I've decided Singapore is going to be the one that someone else wins. Fingers crossed. Birthday treat. Singapore gives me so much anxiety, though. That track is so tight. Well, maybe this is the this is what we need. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. We actually... Squeeze them Red Bulls out. Yeah. They need to come back from summer break with a revitalised sense of spirit. Everybody does, because we need to have at least one Well, they've, they've all had a very relaxing summer by the seams of it. Yeah. And maybe Ferrari will have done some thinking. Fred will have put his thinking cap on and sacked. Sorry. God, I hate that guy. We're going to say every week, every week until they sack him. Get Zavi out. Hashtag Zavi out. We're gonna, we actually will say every week. Every single week. You hate Zach Brown, I hate Zavi. I mean, yeah, I hate Zavi as well, like, but... Oh, the fuck, Zach Brown. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> no, Zach, we love you. We want you on the podcast. Zach, no, give me a job. Don't. I'm in my McLaren shirt as well. A bit traitorous this Actually, week. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll stop mine. slating you if you give Kath a job. Give me that McLaren internship. Yeah. Um, I'm even wearing my McLaren shirt, my Oscar Piastri shirt. Your Oscar P top? Yeah, a bit traitorous to my love for Ferrari, but I do have a love for Oscar P, so. Mm. Yeah. What if we run out of racing-themed attire? God, it'll all go. End of the world. End of the podcast. Yeah. The day we run out of racing things to wear. We've got a Podcast is over. (laughs) Sorry, that's it. Shop's closed. So good. The only other thing I had to talk about this week was Max Verstappen. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, We quote, and he was talking about his future at Red Bull. And we've already said before that we don't see Max sticking around for too long. I know he's contracted till 2028, but that's a long time. Yeah. And he himself now has said if after 2026 the Red Bull isn't competitive, he'll leave. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'd rather do something else than be sat in the midfield, which is fair enough. I mean, we said that before, didn't we? Because he's not the kind of guy that's in it for all of these different things so he does it because he really likes to do it yeah and he likes winning and i suppose what's the yeah. point in him? well i mean if he really liked it he would stay no matter what he was driving well in. yeah i suppose you're right um he just likes his comfy little seat in red bull i think yeah but i think if he was in a house he wouldn't be as happy which helmet marco tried to say that if you put max in a house he would still qualify pole i highly I doubt would that really debate that 
Well, I Max think there's is, a chance. I don't think it's impossible. But Max has only ever driven a Red Bull. Yeah, I, I think don't if know, you he put would, him in any other not Red Bull family car. He would get angry. Very. Mad Max. Yeah. I think you'd find it too frustrating. Well, you've seen the difference between Danny Rick going to McLaren and like all of the... Yeah. Like he had to completely change his driving style and, and it still just, didn't work for him. Yeah. So that was an interesting little Max quote. But it's nothing we didn't know. I think that that was quite obvious. Yeah. Um... But it'd be cool to see him go and do other types of motorsport. Yeah, different venture off a bit. Conquer something else yes. too. But if we'd spoke about it, I think we spoke about that week one. I think oh, it must but have been. He's yeah. confirmed our thoughts. Now. He has, yes. We knew it. Ahead of the car. We're on to you, Max. Mm-hmm. We're ahead of the trends on this podcast. Always. So if you you know you wanna I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> wanna be on top of the news, see into the future, where yeah. your gals. Yeah. We Psychic. Are. Week six. Can't believe Week it. Week six completed. And then there's racing. So excited. So it's Zamvort. Yes, I quite like Zamvort as a track. Yeah. I like the big bank when they run up. Oh, whoops, sorry. Tapping tap the you. mic. Tap oh, you. Sorry. Love tap. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just, I actually couldn't care what race is. I just need racing <laughs> back. But thanks for listening. Yeah. Week Episode six. six with video. If you watch the video. Imagine the video doesn't work and then Don't even this whole thing's been us talking about the video and there's just no and video. Yeah, actually, that's classic. Touch wood. Yeah. Because we are prone to jinxing things on this podcast. So. Very. Yeah. But fingers crossed it's all worked out. And we've done it. Ace. Smashed it. Sorted. Or had the temptation to dab there. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that would have actually been really embarrassing. <laughs> I really felt it in my soul. <laughs> possessed <laughs> Jazz is crying Jazz is actually crying <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't <laughs> I it was the look of concern in your eyes <laughs> as if why that happened <laughs> are you going to make me cry I'm, so... I'm sweating this has not been my week My brain's malfunctioning. Oh Oh. my god. Well, on that bombshell.